0: Well, we it turns out we do still do these every now and then. Uh, welcome to episode 129 at Mighty White's podcast. We've been away for, it's been like three or four weeks, hasn't it? We've had a bit of a weird run, as always, joined by KC.
1: Yeah, good to see you again, mate. It's uh, its nice that we're doing this one of these since we got promoted.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically, it was it was nothing major if anyone needs to worry about. KC's been working early pretty much every day. I've been working late pretty much every day. Uh, my mum's been in hospital for a few weeks which has been a bit of a pain in the ass for other reasons she's out now she's all right not to worry about but um it's just meant that this had to drop down the pecking order a bit but we're we're back in now and luckily there hasn't been any major news stories or anything in football that i mean <laughs> not that there's any that actually requires our input you know we're not that important but uh i suppose we should probably briefly mention the newcastle takeover before we get into the southampton here.
1: Yeah, and somehow Steve Bruce is going. It's looking like he's going to be there on Sunday.
0: Ah, they should just. I mean, it sounds like it's going to be Lampard if they sack him. So they're better off with Steve Bruce.
1: <coughs> I want the uh, I want the ideal scenario. If if anyone saw the uh, the thread that picked up some traction today of uh, the guy who uh, "quote unquote" simulated football manager, and uh, Frank Lampard takes over, spends over three hundred million, finishes eighth starts weighing 32 stone and get, mm. <laughs> gets sacked, uh, is then replaced by Steve Bruce again. Uh, and it's a, an interesting cycle that ends with uh, seeing if Kevin Keegan at the ripe old age of 82 is able to come out of his care home.
0: Yeah. Well, the um, you've got to have the courage of your convictions with stuff like this. So I want them to get Lampard because I think Lampard's a shit manager. So I, I want them to get him. And it's it's weird because I've always, I wouldn't say in a soft spot for Newcastle, would probably be taking it too far, but I've always not minded Newcastle because my early Newcastle memories are Keegan's Newcastle. So they were fun. Uh, so I I am very happy for them that they have got rid of Mike Ashley. Good for you. The only problem is you've managed to bring in people who are much, 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 much worse. Uh I'm. I have no problem with the Newcastle fans who are going fuck you. We're rich. I don't care. All right. Fair enough. If you don't care, you don't care. There is. There are bigger problems. You know. West, we sell them arms. So, but the difference is, we sell so the hate, Newcastle fans' arms. Yeah. Well, Jesus. they use them on they use them on horses. <laughs> uh, you know. There, there's all the it's the moral false equivalences that you're hearing a lot of them grow well, like legally speaking, the whole, well if we're willing to sell them arms, surely they can own the football club, legally speaking yeah, but that doesn't make it right
1: I don't agree with them on the arms, I don't agree with them
0: selling them arms either, I don't agree with oh you didn't say when wrestling went there actually I did, I I thought that was bullshit when they invested all that money in F1 and all all of it, it's bollocks Uh, But some of the... It's not just that they've accepted the takeover because I know full well that there'd be a very large number of Leeds fans that would accept the takeover in the exact same way. Uh, And you know what? If I took over Leeds, I probably would... I I don't think that I would stop supporting Leeds. I might stop buying a season ticket. I'd probably stop buying the shirts. But I I wouldn't stop supporting Leeds because for your team, you can't really change it. But all of this putting Saudi flag, you know, running around the streets with Saudi flags going, yeah, this is brilliant. And the f- LGBT supporters group saying, this is good.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm sorry, fuck right off. <laughs> like, you just, you know, you can turn a blind eye to things if you want. The world, football will turn you into a hypocrite. It is impossible to be a fan of football league, like at the Premier League level and not be a hypocrite in some way. If you're in any way, I'd say if you consider yourself left of like Nigel Farage, it's kind of hard to not be a hypocrite when you're talking about football. But if you're going to accept this, you have to sort of accept the arguments that come with it. it. Saying all of this is awful is not an attack on Newcastle United. It's an attack on the way football is now. And this is just the latest example.
1: Yeah, I've seen, I've seen quite a few people kind of tie themselves up in knots as well. Over, well, you know, it's not the Saudi government, it's a private company that's bought it. Like, yeah, but if you do look it's... at their board of directors, there's a number of members of the Saudi royal family there. So,
0: well, I mean, it's, it's the PIO, it's their investment fund. It isn't a private company. This isn't like the guy that owns Chef United, hmm. which is a bit removed. This is. <coughs> I mean, Mohammed Bin Salman, I believe, is the chair of the PAF, isn't he? Or something like that, mm. basically. It's, it's him.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, the fact that Newcastle fans literally ended up having a go at Jamal Khashoggi's widow on Twitter.
1: Christ, yeah.
0: You know, say, I mean, <laughs> like, if, you're, if you're shouting at someone whose husband was murdered, you're the one in the wrong. Not just murdered,
1: <laughs> chopped up into bits as well.
0: Yeah, in an embassy, on yeah. orders of the guy who just basically bought your football club.
1: Yeah, it's it very much well, it's 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 a it's a, it's a terrible version of uh, when Donald Trump had a go at the the family whose son had a bit awarded a purple heart. You know, it's <laughs> you know, it's not great. As uh, yeah, I'd, again, like you say, I. I I can get on board with the people who just went, you know what, fuck it. I don't give a shit about politics in football. I don't give a shit about what's happened at Man City. I don't give a shit about what's happened with any of these clubs. If you get taken over, you get taken over. You're owned by who you're owned by, and there's nothing we can do about it. We're now filthy, stinking rich. Yeah. but I disagree
0: with those people, but I have a lot more respect for it than the bollocks arguments trying to skirt around it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um... it's very strange when the axis of evil is, uh, you know, the the sort of league table of evil is Mike Ashley, Steve Bruce, Saudi Arabia.
0: Now, I can completely, like, the thing, the difference is this was a joke. But there was a point in, I don't know what year it'll have been, uh, what year did we get relegated to League One, like 2008, 2007? Uh, 2007. Yeah. Me and my dad at that point did have a joke that was, I'll tell you what, I wouldn't care. They can have Al Qaeda up front of their shirt and bin Laden as chairman if they'll get us back in Premier League. <laughs> the difference is that we were joking. <laughs> we didn't mean it. Although there was probably, you know, when we got beat 2-0 at home by Cheltenham. Or when we got I don't know if that was 2-0 actually, I think it was. Definitely when we got beat at home by Carlisle. Oh, uh, you could have maybe talked me into it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alex's message is just saying, the uh, problem is they think Lampard's still playing. That's why they want him. They also want Gaza, Beckham and Azamoa Jan. Uh,
1: I, I think they want Yokozuna in the team as well, given how they uh, wanted those wrestling shows. but uh, yeah, There's a
0: few reasons why they won't be getting Asamoah Jean and uh, even away from football, his life has been mental since he finished. But it will be interesting to see what they do in January. Because now this is this is not out of a dislike of Newcastle. It is just a bring on chaos. God, it'd be funny if they got relegated.
1: Uh, I, I, I mean, I think I think I said to you before that I think the way you have to play this is you've got to try and be reasonable about it sign a load of really good 20 21 22 year olds and then buy, like two mercenaries who don't give a shit about Newcastle but are really good footballers basically get yourself a couple of Meza Ozils
0: yeah i'm a, i'm trying to th- i'm trying to think of like realistic ones because you know you st- that most new to be honest, most Newcastle fans know it isn't going to be Mbappe, etc. Even the ones that are putting that because they're joking. Mm. There is a couple that weren't joking, but you- every fan base has them. I'm trying to think who they could, like, realistically get. I'll
1: tell you like, one. Could, t- they t- get t- Je-
0: could they get Jesse Lingard? I don't
1: know who's playing he- well, he comes off the bench at least. Yeah, I- the first one I was thinking of was Hamish was Rodriguez because he-, well, he didn't go is- anywhere, did he?
0: No, he's gone to um, someone oh, he... guitar.
1: Oh, has he got out?
0: A... I believe he's a... Uh, I'm not sure it's officially announced because they're doing like three weeks of signing him up for... Can you remember when like uh, Xavi went out there and he got all the benefits in the world, including that time he won the lottery? Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying anything.
1: That'd be demoralising.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying that happened. Uh so I think it's all, you know, being an ambassador for Qatar World Cup and stuff while playing and getting paid. for. So it's taken a while to sort, but he has gone out there. The one that I think is going to happen, and I just, I don't see it. I, it's the exact one that I just think, yeah, Catinio. Barca need rid, Newcastle need a name, Newcastle have got money. Felipe Coutinho. Ooh. On loan. <laughs> 18-month loan in January. Oh, and of course, I... if you believe Newcastle fans, Rafinha and Calvin Phillips.
1: <laughs> I tell you uh, what, throw some money at Wilfried Zaha. I, it,
0: Manchester was a long way from London.
1: You, you couldn't get into any trouble in Newcastle. There's no no distractions there.
0: No, I mean,
1: no, no cheap nights out or casinos to have trouble. You know. Issues well, they, in
0: famously people never get into stuff like that in Newcastle. Famously, <laughs> um, speaking of Ravinia, uh, did you see the um, the line that uh, Deco has put out there, his agent? No, basically saying, Oh, he's not trying to leave, but there was interest, and one of them was Liverpool, and we'll see. <laughs> uh, which you thanks. know, thanks, which you know, to be honest, is fine. We... <laughs> You know, we're all pretty much working under the assumption that he's off at the end of the season. I've yeah. not. Fuck off.
1: i I'm holding out. I have hope. Yeah. <laughs> I have hope that that Europa Conference League place that we that we cement on the last day of the season is enough to make it think, ah, go on that. Yeah. Him and
0: Alex going back with a list of players who could be available. Um, Titty. Yeah, I could see that. Again, same reasons as Coutinho. Uh... I would hope Rodato Sanchez wouldn't want to do that. That would be a backward step. Um we had to basically get that way because it was the main thing that has happened while we've been away. Uh I aren't talking about the internationals because Calvin didn't play. No um, least players,
1: no these players played for England. No one cared.
0: No. Dan James got you know, Dan James no, you know for what? Wales.
1: I will say this. Having not having Calvin Phillips in the England team the other night really showed a lot of people why Calvin Phillips needed to be in the England team.
0: I did afterwards see a lot of people retweeting various non-Leeds fans saying that. The truth is, because Calvin Phillips wasn't playing, I remembered that game was on at about the 70-minute mark. Uh,
1: I started around the half-hour mark, I think. And we England were, quote-unquote, experimenting with, with the new midfield, which was... How many attacking midfield, you know, central attacking midfielders can we get into a midfield? And as it turned out, it was too many. And then we, the one we took off was Jack Grealish some, for some reason. Mm.
0: Yeah, I saw a lot of people saying Mount did nothing and things like that. But as I say I, I've only watched the highlights and only the brief ones at like that because I didn't care. Uh, one thing that I will care substantially more about because uh, we're not going to go back through all the all the games we missed. You know what happened. We fought, We got all win against Watford, and thank Christ we did. Uh, so Southampton on Saturday, which is the first league game we're not going to this season. Well, bet- bet- between us, because you've missed a couple.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, we did briefly look, and the only way we were travelling there was getting... I don't want to sound picky, because I know it is tough getting tickets anyway, but the only way we were going was if we were flying.
0: Yeah, and it was it was not as cheap as we were hoping it would be. Uh, as I, readily available. I am, I am well aware that I have done longer trips than that on a coach, but I was, but I had substantially better knees. At that point, I was tempted, and don't get me wrong, I am as guilty as anyone of stuff like this. I'm sure if we'd won six of us first seven, I'd have gone or at least tried to. Yeah, but you know, it, it was hard to get the motive, motivation. But it'll be an interesting game this because you know they like to get the ball forward and press high and really put pressure on and we like to press high and kind of go at them a bit not as much as we did other times but we still press it so it could be it could either be if both teams don't press well just end-to-end attacking and if both teams do press well it could get really really scrappy uh, It'll be sort of a weird one. They they play well, it's sort of a four four two, but it's more the four triple two, because their their wingers kind of push on a bit and go inside a bit and the fullbacks go outside them. Um, but with it being that, we'll be free at the back. Uh so I I still, for the most part, don't think we're as good in that formation. But we haven't been particularly good at creating great chances in either formation this season, other than first half against Newcastle, but Newcastle rubbish.
1: Yeah, um, and then we had the team news uh, earlier. Was I've only seen brief bits of it. Was Calvin mentioned in the Uh, the press conference?
0: I believe I will find the quote because I have it on the notes down here. uh, Because I was going to come to it in a bit. Phillips uh, quote has chances of being able to do so as in play. So he has a chance of being out of play, but the way it's phrased, it isn't. He's available. So. I'm not exactly confident.
1: Yeah, I, I suppose if he's not going to be available, it's it's not the worst time to do it if we're going to go into a game playing a back three.
0: Yeah, what it makes me wonder is because, like, if it's a back three, you would think would be what Eurente, Strout, Cooper. Yeah, I think so. Um, and because normally you would go, oh well, Strout might push into midfield to replace Phillips. But in this formation, it won't be. So, mind you, it'd probably just be Dallas Dallas, and Click in middle.
1: Yeah, I was going to say Rodrigo, but Bamford Bamford's out. out. Bamford's, Bamford's definitely out, 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 so, so Rodrigo be up will up. be up top. So, yeah, Dallas and Click midfield. But if, A- Philips, Ailing...
0: one question I did have actually just on <clears> that subject, because it'll be Click ahead of Dallas. I, one, in the midfield too, I don't particularly like Dallas in that role, but I think that's what it'll be. If Phillips is available, is this the time where Dallas finally drops out? Or does he drop Furpo when he plays left-back? Or does he drop Shackleton when he plays right-back?
1: To be honest, I'd be be tempted to go dropping Dallas. I I don't think Dallas has done particularly well this season so far. I don't think it'd be the worst time for him to drop out. And I I think it would certainly be harsh on Jamie Shackleton to push him out, because I think he's had a good run. And I think... Furpo needs to keep getting the minutes
0: in. Yeah, I was a bit the. I did quickly note down the team, and admittedly, this t- this is the team with Phillips available, but Dallas isn't in it. Um, um it, it's a bit of a weird. Uh, one thing that could be interesting, if we are missing Phillips, um, we won't just be us missing as best midfielder because James Ward Prowse is suspended. James Ward-Prowse suspended,
1: and Shea Adams is injured for them, I believe.
0: Yeah, Adams is out, because it would have probably been Adams and Armstrong up front. Mm. Uh, so now it'll probably be Armstrong. There's, what's that uh, The young lad from Chelsea? Armando Broha?
1: Yeah. Sorry, I've, might... I've just realised their front two is essentially Adam Armstrong's full name. Yeah. What's, that's, you don't get that very often. Yeah.
0: So he might play that Broha, but it could also be like, they might stick Redmond or that Nathan Teller or someone like that, up front, Walcott maybe. Uh, but I think Teller will play on the left because he had, even though it didn't lead to loads, he had a lot of success running at us down that left-hand side. And whether it was Dallas or Shackleton, I think that they'd fancy him.
1: Yeah. And
0: to be honest, I th- the way it's been this season, I'd be back in Shackleton more than Dallas.
1: Yeah. I'd Like you say, I thought I thought Shackleton had a very good game against Watford. And I think has looked comfortable in there anyway. He because Ailing is another one. He's definitely out, and Cock is still struggling with his troubled pelvis.
0: Yeah, well, he's gone out to America for oh, surgery. Humus, sorry, yeah, yeah. They're I'll, saying.
1: I'll, I'll, I, I, did they say they said it was minor surgery? Didn't they? It was. I, I think they, they said that in the in the details anyway. Uh, that it wasn't uh, a big deal.
0: They did, but I would argue that most minor, easy surgeries you don't have to travel to America for.
1: Uh, to be fair, though, over here, what the problem is Cock would have had to wait for a phone appointment before he could have got in yeah. and seen a GP. Fucking Tories. Yeah. Sorry, no, that's a different <laughs> podcast. Different podcast.
0: That's uh, not any of our podcasts. But, <laughs> but, you know, you can say that. That's fine. <laughs>
1: no, we all know the best surgeons live in America. And they're all, most of the time, Dr. Richard Steadman. Who I, I assume it still is, that does all these surgeries on all the athletes.
0: And Dr. Andrews, whose name I don't remember. And of course, the problem is when you said Richard Steadman, my brain said Richard Stearman. <laughs> uh, which is a very different person.
1: Yeah, well, well you know, that, that's why it gets confused with Dr. Calvin Andrews.
0: Yeah. So, no Robin Cock. Uh, still no Luke Ailing. They, There's been a few people, the way that they've been talking, saying, Lathinha will be available. That game's at 1.30 this morning. I cannot see a world in which he starts this game.
1: Man's a machine. You'll really I there?
0: Like, the way that Bielsa talked about in his press conference, it was like, oh, he could be available... But there's this reason why he might not be, and there's this reason why he might not be, and there's this reason why he might not be. So it was as if he was laying the groundwork for he's not going to be. Mm.
1: Um, I must I'm not admit, telling it you seems... what's going to happen. But...
0: <laughs> it, it seems like terrible planning on an international break for one of the, to be playing late night Thursday in the second week.
1: I, I miss the days when Brazil played their games at Craven Cottage or the Emirates or something.
0: Yeah, that would have been much better.
1: I, I mean, I, 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 know they, I know they never actually played qualifiers there or anything like that, but that would have been so much easier. Why couldn't mm. they have one of those?
0: Uh, so if it's Fenia which it sounds like we both think it will be, James right, Harrison left, do you reckon? Or do you think that they might play him the other way?
1: I don't... I, I've been... Well, I don't know. I think Harrison... No, I think James would probably be the one that moves. Mm. I think I think he's probably, don't think he's probably spent more time recently playing as an inside forward than, than Jack Harrison has. Yeah. Um, and me being the Jack Harrison fanboy that I am, I don't want him to move off the left. And Dan James can go fuck himself over yeah. to the right wing. I I <laughs> that, think Harrison's bit... place. Leave him alone.
0: I think Harrison will be on the left because I don't think that it matters that much going forward which way around they do it. Uh, but Livramento will be playing on the right and it'll be Walker Peters or um, Roman Power on the left livramento has been really good so they probably want Harrison on the same side as him just because he's a bit more disciplined I mean James chases his back like mad and does well but he's also more prone to losing him from what I've seen it's just that he catches up brilliantly
1: pace wise having Shackleton and James on one wing
0: yeah that could be fun yeah in fact, yeah, fuck it, let's do that just because that could be fun.
1: Yeah,
0: let's see what happens.
1: But yeah, I I, I would be surprised because I'm just try- again. I know we tried to do this before. Forshaw sure is allegedly for sure. available.
0: Forshaw sure is available, as is Crescentia Somerville.
1: Um, neither of whom will be starting.
0: Just if if, if they just suddenly started Forshaw sure for this game.
1: <laughs> yeah, now is the time. Um, and then outside of that, really, your only other option is is would be Ty- would Tyler Roberts be starting? Which no, I don't think he will.
0: No, not not especially not in this formation because you've only got two center mids. Yeah, and you click is you would assume going to be the more advanced one.
1: Um, yeah, that's it's going to be, be another it's going to be another bench full of kids. This one isn't it?
0: Actually, I've I've just come to think of it. If Phillips is out. We were saying like Dallas is the deep one. He has done it before. Do you reckon that Ben put Shackleton in the middle and Dallas right wing back? Because Shackleton he does. Shackleton played only if Phillips is out. Because Shackleton played that sort of. I, it wasn't in the same formation, but he played central against Fulham, and he came on in that sort of role against Newcastle, didn't he?
1: Hmm.
0: So I, I, if Dallas is out, it might be that way around, but.
1: No, it's again. It's not what I'd go for. Mm. Um Yeah, I, I I just feel like looking at the looking at the players who is available. It's very much a team that picks itself. You know, Rodrigo will definitely start up front. Yeah, it will. I'm ninety nine percent sure it'll be Harrison and James on the wings. That'll you know it'll be the three central defenders we mentioned. Um. Yeah, I can't. There's not really many options on the bench that you think, oh yeah, that'd be worth a change. Like I, I, I can't see Cresswell coming in when we don't need him to. Yeah. So um,
0: yeah, because as I say, the, te- the team that I have put briefly in my notes was Melly Angle, Eurente Strout, Cooper, then right wing back Shackleton, left wing back Thurple, and then Phillips in the middle. But it's whether he's available, and then click James Rodrigo Allison. Yeah. But if there's no Phillips, it is there is then a bit of debate about who goes into midfield with click. That's the only that's the thing that could cause a bit of like you could even go click deep and then play Roberts.
1: I I I I know this is this is wrong to base this off one League Cup game. I don't think I ever want to see Rodrigo and Roberts both playing in central roles in the same team again. Just because they nearly
0: run into each other at reverse end, because they trying to occupy the exact same space. Yes, (laughs) Roberts is
1: dying to get forward. Uh, Rodrigo is desperate to drop off, and they both find themselves at 10. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out who will be the... Is it you say? Was it Broya bro, yeah, that'll be the second? That'll be the striker for them with
0: it. it if Adams they out. choose, if they choose to play like an actual full-on striker alongside, uh, their most similar option to Che Adams is Broha. who I haven't seen loads of, <laughs> but he had a. I can't remember where it was, but he had a really good season out on loan last season, by all accounts, and kind of forced his way into. Obviously, he didn't force his way into the Chelsea team, but they immediately gave it, they did the Chelsea thing, they immediately gave him a new five-year deal. Uh yeah. oh shock, shock holler, it was at the test. I should have guessed that. And it was yeah. only actually 10 goals in 30 games. I thought it was more than that in my head. But he broke into the Albania side. Uh oh,
1: that's a team to crack.
0: Yeah, he he actually he's actually from Slough. I didn't realise that. Um <laughs> I also, it's an incredibly detailed youth career because he's twenty and they've got him from two thousand seven, on his wiki. Sure, sure, fair enough. Yeah, when he, I mean, two thousand. At what
1: point, left, at what point is, it, is it stalking a child?
0: Yeah, in two thousand nine, he apparently left Spurs for Chelsea. He is the one that got away. <laughs> um But no, that's. It's, I'm not really sure who. That's who I would probably pick if I was them. Just he's physically quite good he appears to be technically good but I think he'll I think he would cause more issues for our defenders than playing someone like Redmond or Teller up top because I don't think Teller and Armstrong would work as a pair as well. If it was Armstrong that was out I could say I'd be more likely to see one of them I think Mm. um their their central midfield could be quite interesting because uh With World Prowse being out, that Ibrahim Diallo is going to start by all accounts. I think um, Hassan Huttel's been talking him up a bit through the week, so in the press, so he's almost certainly going to be. Uh, and I've always thought he's looked quite decent from what I've seen of him, and uh, he's playing alongside Oriel Romeo, who is very good and also will probably be quite up for this because he broke his ankle last time he played Leeds before we oh, yeah. so, before we sorted his pitch out, and it was the pitcher's fault.
1: They have got a few ex-Chelsea, haven't they? Yeah, the varying levels of ex-Chelsea, like obviously Oreo Romelu Boston's a Child with them, but mm. let's forget that he came from there.
0: Yeah, that Livermore. You know, you know when is... you when you look at the
1: players that Chelsea let go, Salah, De Bruyne, Romelu, you know, mm. all the big names.
0: Yeah, the. Uh, I mean, obviously the main that that Tino livermento He's what is he five million? Because he was a little bit ahead of Louis Spier in his development, because it was a similar deal where they wanted yeah, to keep he's... him. They wanted to keep him, but he wouldn't sign a new contract, so they had to sell him. And they thought, like the whole thing at the start was, "Oh, he'll be, he'll get in the squad, but he's not going to start straight away." And he's just worked his way straight into the team and been just about the best player. By the sounds of it,
1: yeah, he's had a fantastic start. Because obviously, the news from there was kind of the sales from Southampton, which are kind of what tipped me to think they might be. In a in a relegation scrap because uh, obviously in, in in his regard it was Yannick Vestergaard went to Leicester, yeah, which seemed like a, a for not for not a lot of money, for
0: like 12, and, 12 million or something. Yeah, it was about it that.
1: It it seemed given off the back of last season, it's, it seemed an odd time to be selling someone who is a near ever present in your team. But God, he's been a good signing, an absolute bargain.
0: Yeah, I love like, that's been good. That Sally Sue has looked good at sending back as well, which I think is the reason they were willing to lose Vestergaard. Because mm. uh, Sally Sue's stepped up quite well. Um, it's been a bit weird with Southampton this year, because I've, when I've seen them, I've thought that they've looked a lot better than I was expecting, given the player churn and stuff like that. But if you aren't looking at a league table and you haven't, have you seen what their record actually is?
1: Sorry, yeah, I, you just caught me as I was looking at the league table now. And, and to be honest, yeah, I was surprised at that.
0: Yeah, because in my head, they weren't one of the teams that hasn't won a game yet. Oh well,
1: yeah. In my head I'd had it down that the I'm not saying they have won a lot, but I thought they'd won one or two.
0: Yeah, so they've sort of played okay and drawn four lost three below us in the table, which there isn't many of. Yeah. Um so they do they'll be looking at this as a massive opportunity. Because they they real they're like us going into the Watford game. The only difference is we were heavily favoured against Watford. They won't be heavily favoured for this. I don't know what the prices will actually be. Um, with Southampton being at home, you would think they might just be slight favourites, but really not by a lot. Mm.
1: Can you can you say I know, I know we weren't covering the Watford game, but uh, I still. T- taking out who the owners are of Watford, I do think it was a bit harsh that he was seen off so early, but we did get rid of Zisco,
0: Well, it was very, it was a bit harsh, but you know, I backed him to be first manager to go before the season started, so I'm okay with that. I've just looked, yeah, um, Southampton eleven to eight leads a fifteen to eight, so slightly favoured with him being at home. Um, I, yeah, I, to be
1: honest, I, I fancy us. I, I really yeah. do. Um, I'll I'll put it out there. I'll, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna i go uh, I'm gonna go three. One win.
0: Uh, well, we we'll, we we'll, we'll, we'll jump to this. I'm gonna say one nil win. Uh, I'm actually fancying this as well for this, uh, and it's not really that much of a knock on Southampton. I think this will be a really really tight game. And I just think we have slight... I think we've got a little bit more quality in final third than they do. So I think we'll end up nicking it. But I don't think there's much to it. Like, I'd be a lot more confident if Bamford was fit. Because I I, I like the way Rodrigo drops off and creates stuff. But the number of times he does that and then we don't have someone in the box. Like, I think, in theory, because we've got three at the back, Click should have the licence to really get in there. I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be clicking that role. If it's Roberts, it's Roberts. But either way, whoever's playing as the sort of 10 in the 3-3-1-3 should have license to really get into the box in this one.
1: Did uh, Rodrigo Because we played them. That was second to last game of the season, wasn't it? We played them.
0: The away game, yeah. yeah. Bamford from a ball over top where Alex McCarthy should have come out and got it and he just didn't. And he scored, and then that really scrappy Tyler Roberts goal. Yeah, that was the other one.
1: The uh that was also the game when when Bamford was saying to the referee, "So I have to dive."
0: Oh, was that that game? I remember I rem- him doing it.
1: I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it was that game when you just seen him go. So you're telling me I have to dive?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, I, you know what? I, 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 I'm going to full-on back Rodrigo in this. I'm going to go for... A, I know this isn't something we, we guess at, but I'm going for a Rodrigo brace as well. Well,
0: that, that'd that be nice. It could really do with something
1: like that. No, no, I think his knee's going to get fucked up and he's going to come off with a brace on.
0: Oh, shit. <laughs> um, I did... Uh, I listened to a bit of the... A, a couple of shows about this, and especially it all starts out with them, but we're on about how how well... This was one of the games where the longer diagonal balls worked really well last season. Which uh
1: ah, the Stephen Crady special.
0: Well, we've been hitting a lot more of them this season anyway. So, like because of the way that their wingers aren't really wingers and they sort of come inside and push up a bit to press, the basic they should be one on one against fullbacks a lot. And as much as I've said Liver Mento's really good, he is a young lad. Whether it's Perrault or Walker Peters on the other side, if they're up against Dan James. He has have got a chance of getting in behind from balls like that. It's why I've just got. It's why I really wish Rafinha was available because whenever he's left isolated against a fullback, you back him to absolutely destroy him. Yeah. So I'm hoping that he at least, like maybe because it sounds like all the Premier League teams have st- are sticking them all on one flight and just flying them back. Uh. So hopefully, maybe he's fitting. Maybe he's able to go on the bench and we can have him for the last 20 minutes or something. Because it would make a big difference.
1: Yeah, it'd be, uh, oh, it'd be great to be able to have him there. Like you say, it'd be excellent to have as a threat. It's... Can we just pump him with Red Bull and whatever else no has in his diet?
0: We've seen the consequences of that. Hmm.
1: Yeah, uh, true.
0: Poor Jack Clark. Yeah. um. So, yeah, it's a... Obviously, it's a bit of an odd episode because we've only got games to preview because there's no point in chasing back. If... um, If they are playing Diallo and Romeo, in theory, they aren't particularly attacking centre-mids. Which could help. Which could mean that we get away with if Phillips isn't available a little bit more. Um, I, I'm just, I'm always terrified whenever Phillips isn't available. It just, obviously you saw what it did. Everyone saw what it did to England, except me who didn't watch it. I just heard people saying it. Uh, but he is the one that we all, whenever he isn't playing, it always seems to make more difference than any other player. And I'm so I'm dying for him to be fit.
1: Yeah. I, again it was it, I was listening to it's the Phil Hay show from last week and it was one of the questions as to whether now's the time to, to push Cock in regularly. I shouldn't have put it that way.
0: You really shouldn't have put it that way. <laughs> no. Especially I mean, just 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 because he's injured, never mind the, the phrasing.
1: Um but to, to get in. Cock- Help myself uh, there to, to get him in at holding mid and move Phillips into into central midfield, and it was the speed of which Phil Hayward. No, nope. yeah, no, nope, <laughs> just just no. like for these games where we're not playing a holding mid, yeah, I, I'm happy to to go with that. But um, yeah, Calvin is, you know, arguably the most important player in our team. So, um, like like I say, hopefully playing this sort of formation sort of mitigates that somewhat. But um yeah. It's not it's not the most we'd be favourites if Calvin was fit, basically, is what I'm saying.
0: Well, uh, in if that's what you think, then have a look at about two o'clock on Saturday. And if he's named the <laughs> team, get on. Because we're not favorites. Uh they, they, the bookies learned the lesson uh, for the Premier League Cup game against uh, Sunderland. They never put out the Leeds v Sunderland game because uh, mm-hmm. Leeds under 23s, they during have been pricing us up as if all as international youth players are here, and then they're not. So they've been like nine to one to lose games where they should have been about six to four. Uh, yeah. But they didn't. They didn't do it this week, which is a shame. Um, I, as I say, I'm going to go for to nick it one 0 and, I mean, you you mentioned Rodrigo for a goal scorer, so I'm just looking at the team. I am going to... This is the problem. The last time I said something like this, Bielsa didn't play him. I think it's absolutely vital that Click is very involved in the attacking area, so I'm going to say Click gets the goal.
1: <laughs> it was the fact we spent 10 minutes talking about how important Click was now, in that game.
0: In, in fairness, we said he was the one player who might be able to get into those positions and get chances. Now, the... You know, Rodrigo was the one who ended up in that position. He missed the best chance of the game.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, so we weren't wrong. <laughs> uh, well, I reckon that will do us for as we've come back. We should be uh, m- m- quite possibly even s- maybe maybe
1: some uh, even longer but... gaps between episodes from now on.
0: No, m- it might be so. We'll be back short shortly after the game, but we'll have to see exactly when that is. Uh, in terms of timing and stuff, uh, we are now going to do what we are found more qualified to do, and that's go to the pub.
1: I thought you were going to say plug things.
0: Oh, I am plugging things. You know, you know where it's tw- you know where his Twitter is. You know where we write for at this point. And if you don't, <laughs> Google it. <laughs> go there
1: or don't. I don't know.
0: Yeah. But yeah, that'll do us for episode 129. I've been Jacks here.
1: I think Casey, have a good one
0: in a bit.